Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. I, I had a little bit of the thing setting. Uh, the one side is a 1,000, the other side is a 6,000. That's good enough. Yeah. And then I took it after the 6,000 grid, I took it over to the ceramic, a ceramic rod and then a honing rod to like true the edge up because there was still a little bit of a burr. Ah. And so, but dude, like I had one sitting on my cutting board and just like went like this up against it and sliced right into my finger. It made all those noises. Blood everywhere. What were you? What were you sharpening, Jeff? It's like wow. My knives. What? Yeah. What knives? Like are they? My my kitchen. My my new kitchen knives. They're they're from Edge of Belgravia. They're new. Edge. Need to sharpen them. If I looked up. When you buy a new knife, it usually isn't as sharp as what you want it. Really. Unless it's every knife I've ever ever bought has been as sharp as Cutco knives are not as sharp as you want them. They're sharper than what you want. No. Oh. They can still cut fingers very easily. They can. And I've been a witness. The, 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 the serrated knives are usually sharpened pretty well. But straight edge knives are, yeah, Jeff, often so not sharp, Jeff, as sharp as they should How many times be. have you picked up a Cutco knife and said, ah, oh, that is just not as sharp as I want it? I, yes. Up in Especially your parents, when, it, when it was new. Up in your parents' kitchen, there's a, a Cutco knife that I am pretty sure has barely ever been used. And it is terrible. It is like not sharp at all. It's not very sharp at all. It's probably been used way too much. How do you know that it hasn't been used? I don't know. See, uh, uh, you shouldn't assume assumptions things. are being made. You shouldn't assume, <laughs> Jeff. Apparently, I'm not offended that one of my parents' Cutco knives isn't as sharp as what you think it you is. You know what? But I'm just so they're, skeptical. They're that sharp. Uh, I will say that they're sharp enough. They are. They are sharp That's enough. That's exactly the opposite from what I've not, heard from everyone else. But they everyone are else not, is like, they're super sharp. They're, they're careful. They're You're going to cut yourself. You, are are they talking about the serrated ones? Are they looking about the serrated ones or the, the, the straight edge ones? It was never the specified. The serrated ones are super sharp. Well, my wife cut herself with, it wasn't a, uh, it was just a straight edge one. Oh, she probably yeah. barely uses it. Well, the, the <laughs> according <clears throat> to Jeff. It was one of the first times she used it. The, the, yeah. Anyways, the knives that I have, I sharpened them. A lot more than they were sharpened. Okay, what brand do you have? Edge. It's called Edge of Belgravia. Edge of Belgravia. With a name like that, I'm assuming these are like ten thousand dollar knives. No. Edge. Twenty thousand. No, the, they're like two hundred dollar knives. But it's a full knife set. It's a full knife set that that is going to retail for supposedly retail. Okay, here's what they're going to do. They're going to say the suggested retail price is seven hundred dollars, which it is. But then they're always going to sell it on sale for five hundred. Mm. But I bought it on Kickstarter for two hundred. Whoa! This is a Kickstarter knife. Mm-hmm. Is this the first weapon How that's been made it? on Kickstarter? Six. A six knife set. Yeah. A s- okay. What the is this first the weapon? first? The first? Yeah. No. This know. is their second Kickstarter campaign, and they hadn't even finished. Is is it those knives there? No, it's it's called. They're called. It is that brand, yes. And it looks like that knife set, oh, almost, not quite. I don't, I, like, yeah, I got, I bought the boning knife separately. 
I'm surprised to hear that a knife company is starting on Kickstarter because I would have assumed that either you can make a real great knife or you can't. This was um, and Kickstarter is more so for they have innovation. Their, they have their knives already. They're they're like knife lines already, but they wanted to start a new line of Damascus, Damascus steel. steel. Yeah, and so they didn't. I don't know. Did they not have the funds to do it, or they just wanted to see if they would get the support for it, and they did. So. They they created a Kickstarter for Damascus steel in black Damascus and then also in white Damascus. And the white Damascus is the one I got. That's why didn't you get the black Damascus one? Jeff? Because the white Damascus it cleans better, mm. cleans off better. Hmm. Hmm. Since some underlying yeah things going on there. Hey hey. Anyway, here's a good question. Yeah. We all work at PWI. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what office-wide thing was just released? De Hemel. De Hemel. This, yeah. Which, for those of you who don't know Dutch, it means the shirts. We have office shirts now. But you're neither one of you is wearing an office shirt. Jeff wore them yesterday. All three of them? Yes. He tried each one of them on. I wore my my one on, so we got them on Friday, and I yeah. immediately switched into one of them because the shirt that I was wearing was blackened on the back by somebody with a very dirty hand, gave me a pat on the back, and got some nice, like, s- grease smears on the back of my shirt. Did they do it on purpose? I don't know. Do you but know whoever who, it was, do you know who it was? I'm pretty sure it was Matt. Ah. Uh. But he would no never. One, nobody, nobody no one fessed knows up. Who, who Matt is? What's the qualifier? Coworker Matt doesn't work. Coworker Matt. Uh, coworker Matt. Who coworker PCR. PCR operator Matt. Okay, there what's we the go. PCR, Jeff? The machine that Layton used to run. It yeah cuts stuff out of. It it's a robot. Cuts stuff out of steel. Yeah. It's a robot. Yeah, it's a robot. Anyways, a robot with many issues. Shh. It works perfect. Yeah. Hey, if you're looking to buy one, please do. Oh, guess what? I just got a notification. From who? From you, kind of. Oh. It was actually from Airtable. Oh. It says, you earned $10 in Airtable credit for inviting Leighton Yoder to Airtable. Hey, what? Jeff, or Ruben, be careful how you uh, use that link, you know, you send in people about Airtable, because, you know, maybe you'll get too many to sign up, and then you'll have too much credit. <sighs> Here's the problem. That credit should have been mine because I sent Leighton an uh, invitation <laughs> like probably three weeks it. ago. <laughs> I probably sent it even before that, Jeff. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, back to the Hemel. The Hemel. The shirts. I thought it would be interesting for us to go around the circle and talk about what we think about the shirts. Well, I've only worn one, and I think I... I think you have yours on. Ruben. I do have it on. It's but I don't on know. You. I don't remember if I got different styles or not. That one's different than yeah. the ones I have. Yeah, Jeff has a little uh, the, uh, button on it, a steel button. Yeah, my, mine all have, like, these little um, rivets on the on the shoulders. What do you think of the shoulder rivets? I don't have a shoulder they're, rivet. They're, they look nice. They look a little bit out of place. They are relatively uncomfortable when you put the shirt on because they're cold mm-hmm. and like but as the day goes little, on and it warms up after you think about, about 10 it? minutes it, it goes away okay but but at, until the um rivets warm up by your body heat the, you feel these little pinpricks of cold metal against your skin 
So it helps you wake up in the morning. <clears throat> yeah, sure. I, I'm used to wearing Tommy John's, uh, like a three-button Tommy John shirt, and th- those are the most comfortable shirts I've worn. And so th- this is not nearly that comfortable, but it's not uncomfortable. It's it's not super warm, but I wouldn't, I don't know. I definitely I enjoy my Tommy John's shirt much more. I, I thought these were really nice, um, especially for a sports shirt. Have you ever worn a Tommy John shirt? No. My shirts I'll have get all you one been... for your wedding gift. Yeah. My shirts have all been a random assortment of uh, TJ Maxx finds. Which are, actually not, which are actually nice. Are yeah. you not a Kohl's guy? No, TJ Maxx is like the... It's like the the cheap version of Kohl's. That's impossible. Kohl's is the cheapest version of Kohl's. Have you ever shopped at Gordman's? No. Okay. Is, you mean, is it like simil- a food service? It... Almost, <laughs> except they sell clothes. <laughs> they they do sell stuff, <laughs> but it's just not clothes. Yeah, Gord, or it's not food. Gord, Gordman's. Or Gordman's. What did you, what did you yeah. say? I've never. I've never, I never heard of it either. So is it in so, our area? so TJ Maxx. Do you know what TJ Maxx is? Yeah, it's like yeah, they a, it's sell like a, clothes. It's like a. But that's more expensive than Kohl's. Whatever whatever they have has been either returned to other stores or it has manufactured defects. See, I never even knew what they were. Yeah, that's but what it is. But now that makes sense. It's like an it was overstock. It's a random mishmash of Yeah, it's like stuff. totally random stuff. You never find the same thing over and over again. And uh, there might be something a little bit wrong with them, but you usually would never notice it. The reason I don't like stores like that is because I don't enjoy shopping. And so if I'm going to go buy something, I have in you know mind what, you want. what I want. And I don't want to go just browsing for the fun of it. I would say that is mostly true for me, except for at TJ Maxx. You, you, there is a sense of satisfaction that you get with finding something that looks like, hey, this is a really nice shirt, and it's only $8 versus you would go to Kohl's and spend $40 on that shirt, same shirt. Oh, wow. That much of a difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty significantly discounted. Wow. All right. Well, we haven't even done the introduction yet, but we have been recording for 10 minutes now. Why have we been recording ten for 10 minutes, minutes. now? Because I, I just knew that... You guys were going to keep on rambling. Uh-huh. And it was easier just to go with the flow than to round you guys up and have an official start at the beginning. I didn't want to hurt the conversation that was happening. So, we'll do it now. Conversations must not be heard. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 283. Ruben, that wasn't exciting enough. It's because the excitement's wore down. <sighs> we're already in the flow, Jeff. <sighs> we can't start from the beginning of the spring. No. Yeah, you're right. Oh, and it's Tuesday, <laughs> June 11th, 2019. If you'll notice, we there was no episode last week. No, there wasn't. Why wasn't there an episode last week, Ruben? Jeff made some kind of excuse about not being able to make it. Uh, you were coming, Layton was at a funeral on Monday, was coming home kind of late. Yeah. We had VBS, uh, our church, and so it was kind of, a, kind of a busy week last week, and so because Jeff said he could not make it. Late and I decided we were just going to take one week sabbatical. But we're back. So here we are, back from our sabbatical. Back from our hiatus. <sighs> Jeff, silence your phone. Um, and now that we're back, we can finally discuss the things that have been burning on our brains. Burning? Burning brains. What uh, has there been? Something literally burning. 
No. Please, let's come up with something that has been actually burning Nothing to, to, to been follow burning. up with the pun. But I, there's been a story that I've been wanting to tell you. Well, we have some Ooh. feedback as well. So we, we have to get to the feedback this episode. We cannot put it off. Okay. Because we did put it off one week already. All right. So, but go ahead. All right. Just well, remember, you got to keep it quick. Okay, it's going to be real quick. All right, so my brother-in-law, also Ruben, your, your brother-in-law. Oh, that one, okay. No, you're not my brother-in-law. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would be. But I thought you meant... Well, this just got awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ruben and I's brother-in-law, Wendell, all right? His wife, which would be our sister-in-law, um, just uh, had a baby a couple weeks ago. Which would be our niece. Uh, in-law. Niece-in-law. Le- niece-in-laws. Niece-in-law. Uh, just had a... Not... The niece didn't have a baby. Our sister-in-law had a baby. All right. And my wife and I were the privileged ones that they reached out to after the labor was finally over. Mm. And the delivery was successful. It's a healthy baby. It's all good. Uh, They reached out to us because they needed supper the day of the birth. Mm. Right after the birthing was finished. Mm -hmm. So... We decided, we, we asked them what they wanted, and they were up in Goshen Hospital. Okay, so we asked them what they wanted for supper, and they said Subway, and I was like, that's a great choice. But to be courteous to them, we decided we're not going, we're, our journey started in Napanee. My wife and I live in Napanee. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just doxed myself. Oh, I'm being flooded with oh, hate mail. Well, they still don't know the address. Anyways, so we decided we're going to head out towards Goshen Hospital. uh, And and my wife reminded me repeatedly, like, they are super hungry. So I was in a rush, like, oh, man, like, there's a woman who just had a child and she's hungry. You know what's worse (laughs) than a pregnant lady who's hungry? A woman who just got done giving birth and is hungry. So, I we rather than stopping at the subway in Napanee and getting their sandwiches, we decided we'll stop at the subway in Goshen mm-hmm. and get the sandwiches there. That yeah. way, the subs that get toasted aren't going to be cold or as cold. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the, that's the smart thing to do. Soggy. It is a smart thing to and do. And you can order ahead so that you can just go and pick them up on the way. Ex- oh, exactly. You guys... You guys are reading my mind. In fact, maybe you should just tell the rest of the story. Well, this reminds me of another story. Oh, dear. When we were getting Subway. Okay. But I have a feeling it might be the same story, Layton. Okay. I mean, not literally, but the, I'm a little bit worried the same thing happened. So I'll let you continue on and tell your story. All right. So we're headed into Goshen then. And we find there's a Subway really close to the Goshen Hospital. Um, Let me see here. Subway... I'm searching for subways in Goshen. Yeah. There's okay. more subways than there are McDonald's. There's three subways in Goshen. That's actually impressive. Yeah. All right. So we're on our way into into Goshen, and I think we followed 119. No. No, we don't. I don't know which subway we were headed towards. I'm not sure. But the closest one, the closest subway by the hospital 
is oh I see it I see it it's on East Kircher Road mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what it is and that's the same road as like that you would go to like to Keystone and stuff I think yeah right yeah all right so we decide okay we're gonna stop into that subway and then go back east just a little bit towards the hospital mm-hmm. yep all right is so a subway in a gas station yes it is yeah so we choose this subway we're on east kircher road headed west mm-hmm. no that would be east we're headed east and as we approach we see oh there's construction going on road construction we need to approach from the other side oh all right so we go south then and then we come up we approach that same intersection where that gas station's at uh-huh. from the south uh-huh. we're heading north and we see oh it's closed we need to come in from the east side of it uh-huh and so we go around and that's a big roundabout that that is a there's yeah, a that's massive like, that's like a long way around yeah massive long way around and then we come in from the east side and oh it's still blocked off there and then we think oh maybe the north side we check on google maps there is no north entrance there is no north so the construction has officially isolated this whole subway the one subway that we need to get to in order to feed a pregnant lady is the one that we cannot drive to <laughs> what are the odds what are the odds and how far are you from it as far as just parking on the side of the road and, and running uh hold on let me use my scale i, I can get this there, uh, there, and, and the whole road, from what I understand, my cousins live right there on that road. And it's like... It's approximately 600 feet from the entrance of the subway to the closest parking lot. or the, the we, we tried the east side mm-hmm. last. So this is the closest parking lot. I'm pointing mm-hmm. it to it, mm-hmm. to Ruben and Jeff with my finger on my phone. Anyways. It's like pretty major road construction that you like can't get through. We cannot get through. Like like it's not even the no through traffic kind where you can still like swoop around and get through, you know, part way. So I park in the closest parking lot and then I hoof it across the lawn in my Sturkin box. And you tripped on a molehill. N- not quite. Huh. I was a little bit more leery than that. Like I was I I wasn't quite that frantic. But anyways, so I run across the lawn to the gas station and I go in like <laughs> panting just like that <laughs> and he's like boy you need to clear your throat you got a bad cough <laughs> and I was like no I just got done running across the yard because your gas station is the only one that wait. is completely isolated wait so I have to run across the yard w- was there somebody it. there there was someone there was someone in attendance I don't know how they got there I do not know. Also, who would their customers be? Uh, people, people that feeding are feeding pregnant, yeah, yeah exactly. pregnant ladies. Because I did it. Because I am because proof like that his shift was not in vain. If the road is inaccessible, <laughs> if the road was pretty much inaccessible, then like there's no need to have a gas station open if nobody can drive to it. It was open. I could have filled up with gas if I would have had a long enough hose. You could have just drove through the yard. I considered it, but all the yards to get to it were all too nice, and I didn't. Aww. It was ba- I felt bad enough just putting my imperfect footprints through there. <sighs> but finally got it. Finally got, yeah. But what's annoying, though, is that we did call ahead. We did call ahead, 
And we did like order mm-hmm. whatever. We called ten minutes ahead and we're like, okay, great. Um and what's annoying is that he knew full well how difficult it was to get to this gas station. And he didn't say anything. He said nothing. And you called him. You didn't do it through the app. You no, I did not talk do it through to him. We talked to him. It was yeah. like Hey, let's uh, let's see if we can sucker these people into like yeah, exactly. working as hard as possible to get there. Yeah, it's like, hey, this is Subway. They're like playing a prank, even though it's not. They're like only saying what they're supposed to according to the Subway rule book, and they're just like they're just following the rule book, but they're just like they have this like smug grin as nah. they talk to people on the phone, like, yeah, we'll get that ready for you. It's so ridiculous. It's so dumb. No, he didn't say anything. Of course, I can't say I would have done any different. But still, where is that? Well, that's not the story I thought you were going to tell. I remember a time when we ordered, or I think your wife ordered through the Subway app, and we were towards Bremen, and we went to Bremen to go pick it up. And then it ends up we were supposed to pick it up in Napanee or, or vice versa maybe. Oh, oh. yeah. So that's the Fun story times. I thought you were gonna tell. I thought it was like the wrong subway. Speaking of being, being able to order, I did app, choose the wrong subway, but well, it, you you're right. It was I, for different reasons. I am hungry for Chipotle tonight, and there are none within half an hour of here. Uh, I, when you live up in Elkhart, Jeff, there's a Cadoba that's about half as good as a Chipotle. Yeah, I, I feel like here's Chipotle at at uh, about a nine. And then Qdoba is at about a six, and about a six point eight is Panda Express. Okay, but then where? No, no, no. no. Let's stick to strictly, uh, like Mexican, Mexican no, food. No, but, but I'm saying where that does I, Taco Bell rate? I'm saying that I would go to in oh, relation oh. to Chipotle and oh. a two. What where was it called? Qdoba. 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 If if Qdoba is a six, I would put. Uh, Taco Bell at a four point five. Really, oh, I wouldn't put it that close. because because no. Kiroba is just like it's not Chipotle. I'm, it's it's just not. It's not. But I I have had a couple experiences where I'm like, hmm, that was actually really good. And they have stuff you can't get at sub uh, at Chipotle like mm-hmm. free guacamole. So there's a couple things Whoa, like that. They have free guac. Yeah. It's like it's treated like a condiment, like like anything else. But like, but see, they like any other they have cream. to they they have <gasps> or to like do ketchup. that. Yeah, except they don't have. They have to do that to make up for their poorer quality of food. It's not even the poor 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 quality of food. Poor quality of food, as much as it is. (laughs) The 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 one in Elkhart used to have. I'll just be honest. Like, they had poor workers there. Mm. Uh, I mean, like they were not good. They were not. They were not good quality people. Boy, boy, Ruben, that's pretty hard. You're saying they were You're not. Just qu- gonna be honest. They were not good quality workers like or that. good quality people in general. People in general. Ooh. Like they would have done a bad job whether they were working at McDonald's or yes, at like, they were. They were not clean. They were. They were dirty. They were filthy, and it was not cool. But the last couple times, I did go again. I didn't go for a long time after such said experience, but I did go again more recently. And I was impressed. They did clean up their act. Well, that's quite did they get different people? Huh? Did they get different yeah, people? Yeah, different people. Okay. So it wasn't that those same people improved. No. It was that those people... The turnover rate. I see. Was was taken advantage of. All right, let's move on. No, wait. There's one more thing I need to say about okay. Chipotle. Jeff, if you're hankering Chipotle, I would strongly advise you to go get it tonight. Because the, ter- the Trump tariffs... Have now officially gone in to 
place and into execution have taken effect. Have taken effect. And they're saying that the prices of Chipotle are going to go up. So, but I thought Chipotle sources everything locally. Well, that's not according to the news. Hmm. Somebody's lying here. All right, yeah, let's keep on going. Now. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Before the episode started, we were having a little uh, air table <clears throat> battle, and we decided air battle. Air. We decided to move our uh, organization of topics to Airtable because on the free version of Kanban Flow, you can't upload images. Mm-hmm. And I use it frequently. Yeah. I take a screenshot of something, upload it because it's something I want to talk about. And we can't do that with the free version of Kanban Flow. <clears throat> By the way, sometime I do want to go into Kanban Flow task management systems and software because I spent about two weeks looking into another piece of software to replace Kanban Flow or Kanban Flow, I think is the way you pronounce it. And, and I came back to Kanban Flow for a couple reasons, and I think you'll find them very compelling. But that's for another episode. No, well, yeah, it is for another episode, but I think that it's so nerdy that I think that we should record it, like, <laughs> separately. As a supplementary episode. Yeah, from the actual podcast. Like, we can still upload it to the French Press hey, podcast stream. Why don't we create a poll? It doesn't count as a number. It why does don't not we get create a, a poll? This is exactly what polls are for. Do you want to hear us discuss the pros and cons of Kanban Flow? I feel like they hear it anyway, like, just in the parallel conversations that we have on the podcast that to have a like yeah it's just too much it's just too much i really think even though people might say that they don't want to hear about it they enjoy these conversations that it creates that i'm very sure about anyway Uh, like i said it's for another episode it'll be on the poll this week but we're trying to we're trying to organize our air air table so that we can best have uh have an organized podcast. What are some of the different pieces of information that we need for each topic? Obviously, we need a title and we need a type. Is this a feedback? Like a category. Is it a guest? Yeah. Is it just like a a general one, like a story? Or is it an announcement? Should we just have different colors for that? I do have different colors. You can do that. I think you should do a a drop down. That's what I have. A single select colored options. That's exactly what I have, Jeff. And there should be as few categories as possible. Right now, there's four feedback, guests, general announcements. I'm going to rearrange it with the most typical one at the top. So, general is going to be at the top, then feedback, then guest, then announcement. And is this where I should put in like a tech tip and Jeff's jingles as well? Yeah. I almost kind of feel like this would be the place for that. Although, that could be a tag. Oh, oh. Oh. oh, you know what? Even I'm getting bored with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what that comment just did? That whole, like, <laughs> or maybe I should put in a tag. That comment did to my mouth what what that stuff that, that Jeff just ground up two weeks ago that you put on your tongue and takes all the sweetness out. Yeah. All the sweetness of life. It takes it out. So that was like the powder. Jeff, that was Ruben the powder. Sentence just did that to my mouth. To your and to your brain. It, it just tastes just as horrible, just as bad. I could I could eat a spoonful of ice cream and I would taste nothing but coolness. No sugar. Oh my. Here's oh. my here's my real world solution. Just throw it in the categories. And then if we don't like it, we can always change it later. 
you do realize this is all for the podcast. Yes. All right. Just throw it. But I don't think that we've had an organized organized enough system, even even with Kanban flow, to like like know what's going to legitimize work a, a a really deep discussion about what's actually going to work or not. I am curious. And this though, system is different enough. On, on this topic, do you guys? at work and in your personal life have some kind of a system of to-do lists and things you want and need to get done. I just listened to an extremely interesting podcast episode from The Art of Manliness about task management. And you should go over there and listen to it. What did they recommend? And basically, What's he the had the author of this guy, this guy, he had this guy on who was the author of a book about task management and he's like a very successful like he his Does job to get a lot of tasks his done. His job is to teach other people how to manage their tasks and he teach other people how to be more productive. He charges $20,000 a day for executives to for him to go to an executive's office and work with them directly. Wow. And there's an actor that was reading his book and really liked his ideas but didn't want to like do the work of implementing them himself. He hired this guy it was a pretty big name actor. I forget who it was. He hired this guy for an entire year. Oh wow! wow. To run his life, or, to or to come what? and tell him how to run his life, how to how to manage his tasks, so that he would not feel overwhelmed by his work. And his his methods are very effective. Anyways, you I should go not, over and listen to that episode. Is, is any part of his method to schedule time versus trying to prioritize tasks? His method. Is to whenever you think of something that you need to do, you write it down and you put it in a folder. And you have one folder for every day of the month and one folder, one big folder for every month of the year. And so I need to do this item in July. So I'll put it in the July folder. I need to do this item next Thursday. So I'm going to put it in this month's next Thursday folder. And then you can completely 100% forget about it until that day you open up the folder and these are the things I need to do today. I am all for forgetting things that don't need to be done for today. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, or being able to get those things out of your mind. And his, Put them somewhere. His theory is that if you don't solve a, you do, if you don't solve it right away and, and it's it's been a well tested, well proven theory, if you don't solve it right away, your mind is going to keep thinking about it. And so if you can if you can delegate that to another day, another time, then your mind knows that, okay, <clears throat> I've taken care of this thing. I don't have to do it now. The solution is to put it off. Or, yeah. or to get, and that's why delegation well, is such a big thing Or to do it too. immediately. There's either do it immediately or push it off. You either do it now or you do it later. My or, ha or have someone else do it. Solution? Or, or, yeah, or, or have somebody else do it. Yeah, that, that was his, he had four, four Ds, do now, delegate dismiss and something else and redo. defer defer redo or something like that i i'm sure i'm messing Refuse. that up but but it was but it was do defer delegate and dismiss okay ah the four d's what were we saying Layton? i did the math this supposed actor that hired this guy uh which, which surely he got a discount if you're if you're hired for a full year and it probably wasn't seven days a week what do you think 10 percent discount 
I'd say more than that. I'm guessing it was probably more like three days a week is probably what it ended up being. Okay. Or probably maybe even like two days a week. There's, there's no way that... Seven, well, the guy flew out to his home. Yeah, there's no way he was with him seven days a week. No, no, no. What I did was I took out Mondays and... No, sorry. Saturdays and Sundays. So I did... I figured on five days a week. Okay. I still think that's way too much. All right, fine then. Three days a week? No, it, no it, it was... It was... At least for the first while, it was daily. It was every day. Even on Sundays, like you have to know how to go to church. Like you need to whenever, know how to. Whenever he had things to do, church. Whenever he had things to do, he would yeah, he would he would do them yeah daily. What? Well, at five days a week, let's just assume that five days a week he paid him twenty grand a day. He paid that man five million, five point two million. That's that's pretty impressive. But if you're a big actor who plays in like a Marvel movie or something, that's nothing. That's nothing, yeah. Nothing. No, it, it, I forget who the actor was, but it it was somebody like of Someone that caliber. Recognizable. How would yeah. I, how would I search for this? Big name actor. Art, it'd who be hired Art of Big but Let's let's do the roundabout way. Anyways, while um while while you guys are doing that, one of you look it up. Let Jeff look it up. My personal Task management solution so far has been uh, Google Reminders. Okay, it's the it's easy to do, and you can do the whole deferring to a different day thing. And yeah, I, there's there's some downsides that I don't like. Yeah, I used to use my calendar, and I would just schedule it for like weekly certain things, or for next week, or for tomorrow, and I would just have time slotted when I would be doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Now I would kind of use that as my reminder, and I could you can put some basic notes in there as well. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that as much since I started working at PWI um, because I don't have to keep track of quite as many different like appointments. But yeah. I, but I still do use my part my calendar partly, and then thanks to you, Jeff, I really did start using Kanban Flow regularly, mm-hmm. and I I finally I've used it for over a year, and the more I use it, the more. Um, the more I like using it. And I've even started, the th- whole thing about putting it in different months, I think that's a great idea. I think I'm going to add some columns for maybe for the 12 months of the year because you can collapse columns. Yes. Now just make, for the things that don't need to get done for two months, can just go in, you know, can go in that column. So, and then would you automatically have them come in to like one month away as soon as you enter into the next month? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe what I would do is have... Have them labeled. Next, well, maybe not. Maybe have it next month, and then just rename the columns. Oh, rename the columns? And, and, and shift Can't them around. Can't you make them automatically, like the tasks automatically move? Not automatically move, but there can be a due date when it's supposed to go into a certain column. You can create yeah. a view that would, oh... You can create views with only certain columns, but then you can't. Yeah, you couldn't filter it by today. I wonder if Airtable no. could help. Ah, uh, I bet you there's a way to filter by today. If you'd Google it, I bet you. I oh. bet you there's a way. You're saying okay. You're not saying the dashboard using a different dashboard. No, I'm saying create a new view filter. Oh, you're talking about Airtable, or are you talking Airtable. about Airtable? Oh. Airtable. Oh, you're talking about Camman yeah. Flow. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I I know I get them confused too. In fact, I'm pretty sure that all of our listeners get them confused too because it all sounds like gobbledygook to them. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I do think. Let's get to our feedback. Well, you didn't say how. how what? How do you? Do you have a, a task? Oh, a system. Ta- uh, do you use calendar. Do you use no, reminders? Um, well, for 
for for things related to church, which are a lot, um, because you know, I'm not saying that ministers are have to be more busy than the average person, but it seems like they just tend to have more things that they need to go to. Mm-hmm. And so since ordination has happened, my wife and I very quickly figured out that we need to have a calendar system that both of us are aware of and can reference from and add to. You use Google calendars? Nope. We just use the Apple calendar. Oh, well, sure. And it's shared between my wife and I. And so mm-hmm. we both see, we use the same calendar, so we can both see what each other are doing that evening, or if, if both of us need to go to, a, go to an event or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's, it's, it's been great. You also get notified every time the calendar is added to. Like, oh, really? You get a notification. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, and it has like an inbox of all those notifications. Mm-hmm. If a, an event gets deleted, or if, if, an, if a new event is created. Oh, okay. And so that's super nice. That would kind of be like, as far as just general scheduling for the future, that's what we use. As far as like, if there's a certain task that I need, that I know needs to happen like tomorrow or this evening or just later on in the day, I'll just use the reminders. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just say, hey Siri, remind me to uh, call the mechanic at 9 p.m. Yeah. Which I don't know why I'd be calling him that late. I added call the mechanic but to your she'll remind you. She's on it. <laughs> she. When you don't want her. Yep, exactly. All right. Delete this reminder. Let's go go ahead and move on to the feedback. Yeah, let's move on to feedback. This has been... Actually, the one interesting thing, though, about tasks and to-do lists and that kind of thing... Yeah. ...is uh, I was listening to a podcast, and I don't remember who the person was... But you sound like it was Jeff. a different. It was a different approach. Instead of having a list of things to do, it was uh, because he said you can never get everything done, no, regardless how organized you are. You're still not. You're not going to get stuff done. So just set time to work on that thing, and then at mm-hmm. least you'll be more. You'll be more productive because during that time, you know what you're supposed to be doing. <clears throat> and and he was psycho. Like schedule time with your kids. Schedule date night, which we actually do. Schedule date night. I need to do that. I don't, I don't do that. I need to schedule. Um, but. But, like, schedule, like, when you get home doing yard work or whatever it is that you want to get done, schedule it. And you might not get the entire to-do list done, mm-hmm. but but that can be discouraging. But if you have time set apart and you do that time, you're still making progress towards it. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're more efficient than running around trying to put out fires. Yeah. yeah. It's basically planning ahead. It is. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Is. All right. We do have some feedback from Larry Newcomer. He messaged us and said, first off, first off. I don't know much about computers, so I was wondering if I should get the MacBook, MacBook Air Mac, or MacBook Pro. I also want the one that will last a long time. Well, if you're going to buy a Mac, they'll all, all do that. All I pretty much use it for is to run my small business. I was also, uh, I would also like to, sorry, I cannot read. I also would like to know what size storage I should get. Ooh. So, Hold first it. off, I'm, I think your decision about going with Mac is the right decision. Yep. As far as hardware, ease of use, especially if you have an iPhone, doing copying and pasting from your iPhone to your computer is so nice. I've used that like twice. My wife just discovered it, and oh, okay. she was amazed by it. But it, it is so handy. It's nice when you need it, but... Yeah. I use it multiple times every day. I'm glad. Anyway, um, it really depends. Like if you, can, if you can afford it, get a MacBook Pro. 
Yeah, because I, I mean, the screen size is bigger. Um, the power is there. Um, as far as yeah. it lasting longer, it will last longer in the sense that it won't seem as slow in five years as a MacBook will seem. So if you can afford it, get a MacBook Pro. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, <clears throat> there, the 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 Pro versions or the the higher models of of thing like electronics in general are just they just they just last longer. They're tougher. Yeah, they are expensive, but I do think it's it's the best. Yeah, it's totally worth it to go with. And it's and fun. go like if you get something, go with the extended warranties. If you have the option and it's not like way expensive. Get an extended warranty. It's totally worth it. It does ease your mind because right when you get something, an expensive electronic, you are really worried that, oh, I'm going to drop it. Yeah. And I don't know how AppleCare works for computers, but definitely for the phone, if you drop it and it's your fault, I think it's, I think the whole thing is covered if you have AppleCare. Yeah. A- AppleCare is a really good, it could have been updated really last, good warranty program. In the last while. Uh, as far as storage, it really depends how much, how many videos you're going to store on it. Photos, I don't think you're going to run into a problem, but if you have a lot of videos, I would say you want at least at least 500 gig. Yeah. Like well, minimum. I I don't I don't even really store anything on my laptop, but still 250 gig is 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 too small anymore. I mean, yeah. it just is. You know, you get lots of programs on there, you get some, you know, a mixture of music and a, a few videos from your phone or something whatever it is, you end up filling it up. Mm-hmm. And and you'll regret, especially if you're spending the money on a pro, you'll regret not getting 500 gigs. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add to it? Um, Although, if you're not sold on Windows or you're not sold on Mac, then go with Lenovo. They they have really solid laptops that last forever. I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I would as agree well. with that for sure. All right. Anything else, Layton? I think a MacBook Pro is overkill. <sighs> that that but that's just my two cents. <laughs> So I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put this other plug in. If you're doing something like intensive, like are you, video editing, I disagree. No, no I, I disagree do. because because if you're using it for a business, then you're using it for something professional. You're using it regularly. You should get something that is built to last. You will you will not regret buying something that's built to last. And actually, if you're self-employed and you're using it for your business, you can actually write it off of your taxes as well. So look into that. I mean, it's not it's not a whole lot, but it, it's a so little bit. You need bit. to spend money in order to save money. Is what you're saying? No, no. But you can <laughs> you can somewhat justify the cost of it by uh, writing it off on your taxes. You can see it as a cheaper price. Yeah, I'll give you that. And it will even if you're doing things like using Word and Excel, or you know, not super high end programs like video editing. Even if you're just using some of the more basic ones. Yes. You're still gonna see a performance bump. Yeah. Even with, even with those programs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right. There you have it. Two to th- two to one. Yep. Go for it. Uh, you probably. I, I. I wouldn't recommend getting the. Uh, the MacBook Pro that has the. The graphics card. That's probably going to be overkill unless yeah. you're doing video editing. Yeah. Or photo editing. Right. So. All right. That was all the feedback that I saw. Any feedback? from you guys that that we nope. missed alright well we didn't talk about our coffee yet Jeff yeah we didn't talk oh, about yeah, our we coffee we discuss that uh, so uh, what do you guys think of this what do you guys think of this coffee uh, I liked it I drank it so quick I barely had a chance to think about it here what, you, pour me a you little can, more uh, you can have a, a, a recap here 
It's good. Yeah, this, it's really this good. is pretty solid coffee. It's it's smooth. It takes me. Where does it take me? It takes me to. Uh, it just takes me away. It's a good place. It takes me to Pennsylvania. No. Um, on a balcony overlooking a valley that is green and lush. Uh, more fields than forests, though. Yeah, See, mostly cornfields. But maybe a couple of chicken houses. Alone by yourself. <clears throat> maybe I'm just describing where I was this past weekend. But <laughs> it's it still took me there. This took me away also to a magical place, but into the city. This took me actually to Paris, Jeff. To Paris? Yeah, I know you mentioned it a to few Paris. weeks ago. To Paris. And I don't really like traveling that much, but it did take me to... <laughs> to Paris. <laughs> to Paris. A place where I didn't know anyone, and no one knew me, and it was bliss. Uh, Ruben's introverted side is coming out. How does that work? <laughs> well, get it. No one knows him, and mm-hmm. you didn't want to know anybody. No, because normally, like an introvert doesn't like come out. This coffee, this coffee <laughs> takes me to um, a cool summer morning, sitting on my couch, drinking some coffee, and uh, browsing the news on my phone. Mm. Or, or, or perusing a newspaper. Take your pick. It's good coffee, Jeff. Good yeah. pick. And you already told us where it's from. Yeah. But the listeners don't know. I don't. Yeah, think. so where can you buy this coffee? Main Street. No. You have to travel thousands of miles to get this coffee. But is it cheap? It is cheap. Yes. You have to spend money to make money. <laughs> Jeff, your philosophy has rung true. All you need to do in order to get yourself a really, really, really good deal on coffee is fly to Costa Rica. Yep. This coffee is straight from Costa Rica. How did we get uh, this coffee, Jeff? Uh, so, uh, fiance, Luisa. Uh, mm. And her sisters. Fiance. You haven't said that very often. Fiance, Luisa. No, I haven't, actually. And her sisters went on a trip to Costa Rica, uh, which is where they were born, actually. Uh, and they went to spend time with family and came back laden with coffee and uh the coffee comes in kilograms which is roughly two and a half pounds and uh normally a pound of coffee is at main street is what 13 dollars yeah 12 like 13 that. yeah well this was for two and a half pounds it was seven dollars or seven fifty seven dollars wow that's incredible that it's that inexpensive did yeah. you is it from a coffee shop or did they it is from a coffee did, roaster did their family, in Costa Rica. Did their family roast it no, it's from a coffee, legit coffee roaster in Costa Rica. Like, not just somebody roasted this. This is like a pretty major brand in Costa Rica. Um, Elena and I were discussing this, and and uh, as we were discussing it, I was kind of like thinking through the process of it, and I think that it seems like a pretty realistic price for something that is grown in Costa Rica. Yeah. Okay. So, because by the time. Like if you would buy this coffee, like Main Street, so it would sell could sell the coffee from this exact farm, mm. and would still charge thirteen dollars for it, even though it costs. I'm guessing it would be like 
a dollar fifty a pound from the farmer, and then like by the time, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have export import tariffs. You're oh well, have, and those are just about to go up. Yeah, and you're gonna have shipping costs pretty soon here at least, and you're gonna have roasting fees. And you're going to have retail markup. Mm-hmm. And so by the time you're setting, like, there's by the time that's all done, you know. Marketing budget. <laughs> Speaking uh. of our favorite coffee shop, Main Street Roasters is having $2 off on Whoa. A, a really good coffee. They're Tanzanian Peaberry. Mm, that stuff's good. It's really good. $2 off June Coffee is the promo code to use. Maybe we should uh, that's on their website? that sometime. Yeah. All right. Well, what is their website called? MainStreetRoasters.com. Oh. Yeah. So I just go there and I can just put in a promo code and yeah, just check it out and check out and check it out and check out. Hey, go ahead and uh, open up your uh, Airtable app again and, and rank this coffee, Ooh, so that yeah. someday when the uh, when the tables are linked to the website, then our um, listeners can view them. I don't know where to put it in at though. Wait, so Jeff, you still called the? Oh, this is the essen- essential, essential. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the roaster. All right, cool. It's the Cafe Naranjo. Cafe Naranjo. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it. All right. I have my rating in. Uh, Ooh, Ruben's rating comes in. All right. Hold on. What? I don't even know how to do this. I'm at coffees. Oh, Cafe Naranjo. It's, yeah. So if you go by uh, the, the, the table, recent brews, then you tap on the one and you tap on that one. Okay. And then it pops up this thing, and then you put in your rating. And there's a space there for Layton's rating. I don't see my name. Oh, there's my rating. Yep. Oh, wow. I'll give it a five. Wow, a perfect score. It is the uh, second uh, 5.0 coffee we have. And, incidentally, the other 5.0 coffee we have in here is Costa Rican from Main Street. that that is actually interesting. I will concur. Well, well done, uh, Jeff and Ruben, for finding a use case for Airtable uh, that isn't related to work and can be used as a hobby. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. There's so many good things about it. You know, it. actually, once I learn, I, I'm sure there's a way to do inventory management in here. No, but, there, there, there's other software that's designed no, for inventory. No, but I, I want to use this um, for saving all my recipes. Oh yeah, for and sure. And then I, I can like for PWI. Then no, I then like, I can inventory, uh, and then I can inventory. Then this is all free. So if if it works well for inventory management, I could inventory my um, kitchen. There's actually um, there is a someone made one. That, for that four recipes, that, four recipes, yeah. but not for kitchen inventory. And if I could incorporate those somehow, uh, you mean like then I could say like your no, your like like ingredients. And... I have four pounds of flour left. Okay. I have six pounds of this left. So if you put your recipes in, you put your recipes in, and you then you say, it. "I make this recipe, and it deducts all oh, yeah. that, all oh, yeah, the you ingredients." Can, you, you can do that. I'm sure you can do it somehow. I don't know how to do it, but I'm sure you can. Or you could just check in your cupboard. Or you can just check in your cupboard. Yeah, but you but, might be, what if you're at the grocery store? You might be store. at the grocery store, and you're deciding what you're going to make, and then you can see, ooh, I don't have quite have enough for Then you could recipe. say, I want to make this, and it'll say, oh, you don't have enough flour. And then you could even start up with a zap so that it sends you a text message showing you what you're low on inventory. Uh, at this point, it's getting too involved. And <laughs> All right. I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Layton, what's the point? The point is that... Uh, I only have one point, and that is 
it's actually not a word or it's not a phrase. It's more actually a question. Some would call it a poll that we would post onto Facebook. And it, the question is this, should we do an episode completely dedicated to discussing Airtable and Kanban? I feel like we've already done an episode that's halfway dedicated to Airtable and Kanban. And that was this episode. But we can have another one if you guys vote for it. I think there needs to be a, a little bit more. You make it sound so boring. No, no, Ruben. And, and when, I make when it, it sound be. exciting compared to how it actually is. No, what it could be <laughs> is we could take selections from our audience, from the listeners. What are What's your job? What are things you do? What are some of the problems you have with organizing, whatever it might be. Like for Jeff, his recipes and his kitchen inventory, or maybe it is uh, a guy that sells golf carts and he doesn't know, you know, how many different golf carts he has, or I don't, I don't know. That was a bad example. Yeah. Um, but but so, then we could come up with solutions and, and like say, oh, this is, this is how you could solve that problem with Airtable. So you... Like scheduling your gutter business. You all <clears throat> that pretty is really much want to do what that guy does and become a professional task manager. Do you know advisor. what this could be no. really oh. useful for? A church directory. Yeah. It would actually be super useful for a church directory. Exactly. And you could have... But what if the church that like wants to be a part of the directory does not allow internet? No, you're the, talking about the people in the church. The people in the church. Like instead of oh. having a, a paper that's printed off every year that's outdated within yeah. about two, a month or two, we could make a Mennonite directory out of this. We could make a, a like Menno table. <clears throat> yes, and you would just go in and but update your own personal info. What's who's the uh, the auditor? Who's the person that like says yes, you do pass, or no, you do not pass? Plaintable.com. <laughs> Plaintable.com. This is guys. We we are on the brink. Of, you know, you know the Amish have those books, the the big book of every single Amish person that's alive in the entire U.S. or whatever it is. <laughs> and have you ever seen those books? No, no. They're they're like they're like they're like three inches fat. I like the Beachy Red Book. No, this is like three inches fat. Okay, and it has all the Amish everywhere, and it has maps, hand drawn maps of where everybody lives. Wow. And it has Why is all it their kids drawn? and birthdays and oh, because they and addresses. Yeah, they don't use computers. To, but to they can this. have a word processor. I don't know. Th th those are for words. This not is for like pictures, really. I don't know how they publish this. I don't not know their process to have word, an atlas. But it is it is ab absolutely impressive what kind of information they store in there, and it's all done by hand. We are on the brink of creating the much easier to manage web version of that for Mennonites. But again, Jeff, can anyone just, is it Facebook? Where anyone can just sign up willy-nilly? But it's not a social network. I know, but... <clears throat> you would have to be a part of an approved congregation. <clears throat> You'd have to be a, a, a member of, an, of a congregation how that do goes you, in here. How do you so prove you that, you're a, that you're a member of your a pastor, church? A pastor would have to, like, vouch a, for you. An entire church, you would... Each church would have their own account. Not... Each member, because then then you each church could sign up to be a part of this air table. Yeah, 
this database. Yeah, we would have so like we need a, a dedicated at each church, a dedicated person a, from uh, each meadow table rep. Yeah, from each church, and then you would just have like you would just yes. go to okay, I want this church, I want this person from this church, or you would just like search in the names. But would you submit? I I get too many phone calls already of people that oh, they just want to get together to talk, and then it, of course it ends up being some kind of a. Uh, Multi-level marketing thing. Those people would be immediately so, banned. But they already have your, all the information. They they could have they exported. They would be denied. They would be denied. The CSV file. Yeah, the CSV file. Um, he, <laughs> sir, they've hacked into our mainframe, and they know all the addresses and all the phone numbers of all the members of Meadow Table. I I feel like I feel like this would this would uh, be very difficult to implement, and somehow Airtable would catch on and say, "Hey, no, you need to pay for this." Well, they had, it's limited at a thousand or fifteen hundred records for the free yeah, version. Yeah, and so it would just have to be church by church, and you could be invited into another Airtable's church or, or church's Airtable. Anyways, so that's what you could be listening to if you agree that you want to have an episode about Airtable and Kanban Flow and Asana. I feel like this is actually Zapier. I just thought about it, and this is totally random, but I'm going to a seminar which both of you guys should go to called Impact that Rick Rhodes is putting on out in Pennsylvania. It's gonna be great. Uh, and on there, when you're signing up, they said that, they asked, how many years of public speaking experience do you have? Mm. And- What did you say? I said like, I decided like to combine all the public speaking that I've ever done. And I said like, eh, two years. So you did not include the podcast? Which- I didn't, but now I just realized, does this count as public speaking? I don't think so. Duh. Because I was say I can do it like for a solid five and a half, six years. <laughs> I would I would classify it as different. It feels different when you're giving a devotional than than this does. I agree. There's not near as much pressure, but also there's a completely different like subject matter. Yeah. You know, like if I were told like, hey, I have to get in front of people, but talk about the exact same thing. Yeah. That we're talking about right now. Like the live podcast. Like the live podcast. I'd say I, I was, I'd be way less nervous. I was yeah. way less nervous about the podcast, the live podcast, than I would be about having a devotional at church. Mm. Yeah, for but, sure. But even then, like, if you're expected to give a talk, you are expected also to have, like, a really structured talk. Yeah. Whereas the podcast was not structured at all. Like, okay, so we had we had our uh, agenda and that we went through, but... Uh, like, we, we talk about so much random stuff on this podcast, and we just go wherever we want to with it. You couldn't you couldn't do that with we a make group it, of people. We make it sound that way, Jeff, but we all know that it is, like, we know what we're going to talk about. It might we sound We know two random. things that we're going to talk about through the entire episode. Right, and then we agree that whatever else comes up, it must be hashed and discussed. Yeah. Mentally. Verbally, we don't agree with that, but mentally we do. In action, we do. In action, we do. But back to your talk. Uh, yeah. I'm curious to hear what you how how it is. Okay. And you said this is, or you had told me previously, this is like the first time this is I, happening. Yeah, this is the first thing. So if it's a good, it's, uh, it's already too late for you to sign up. That's not what I was gonna say. Oh. Right, what I was gonna say is, if it's a good thing, if it, you enjoy it, you should definitely pitch it to us next week when you come back. No, I no, it's not until July. Or the next time you come back afterwards. The next time you come back afterwards. <laughs> and then 
Because, I mean, that, that's the kind of thing that I would enjoy that. That would be fun to go to. Well, wait, why don't you sign up? You could sign up you yet. You said it's too late. Well, <laughs> technically, we, we signed up, but it, we were supposed to have signed up four days ago, but they still accepted us. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think there'll still be room for you. When's, when's the date? Uh, you said July? July. Uh, let me look at my confirmation email. Wow, that's just one month away. It's one month away, and it is in July. The 13th. Lie. Why doesn't it come up? I'm not sure. We probably won't go this year just because. Uh, just because? We're, yeah. We've been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so, but I would definitely be interested next year. All right. Well, I feel like this is a summer of bitchiness for me as well. But let me know when it is. Oh, okay. Like, actually. Like, like, like actually tell me. Like, don't, don't just kind of give me a You never know. You that never know. You were supposed to sign up four days ago. <laughs> it is in July <laughs> of some point. Yeah. Anyway, Lane, you gave us the point. Do you yeah. have a word of the week to leave with us? Uh, word of the week is uh, task. <laughs>